Hello and welcome to Sports Business Updates, the podcast that brings you the biggest sports business news from India. I'm your host Nilesh Deshmukh and in episode 32 of Sports Business Updates, I will highlight three big news from the Indian sports industry featuring developments in the BCCI's kit sponsorship deal, updates on the inaugural Women's Indian Premier League franchise tenders and how Manchester City is ambitiously building their fan base in India. And I will wrap up this week's episode with few more news about the Indian sports business sector. There's a lot to talk about, so let's get into the details. The first update of episode 32 is about Killer Jeans replacing Mobile Premier League or MPL as the Indian cricket team's official kit partner. In episode 31, I covered the news about BCCI's partners having difficulties with sponsorship commitments. MPL was one of the partners who wanted to exit their contract. MPL, which is originally a gaming platform, had partnered with India's leading clothes manufacturer, Keval Kiran Clothing Limited or KKCL to manufacture Team India's kit and had signed an agreement with the BCCI till December 31st, 2023. But they have now decided to pull out of the deal and transfer the deal to KKCL. As per the original deal, MPL Sports were bound to pay 3 crore Indian rupees per year to BCCI as the merchandising partner of Team India and spend close to 65 lakh Indian rupees per match that Team India played. In the absence of an official announcement, the amount which KKCL will be paying to BCCI remains under wraps. However, the deal term has been agreed upon and it is till the end of 2023, which is the original deal duration that uh, MPL had with uh, BCCI in the first place. KKCL Limited owns multiple brands of casual and denim wear uh, and is a regular sponsor and advertiser for Indian cricket. so they they advertise a lot and uh, a lot of their brands like Lawman Jeans and I can only think of Lawman for now because Lawman Jeans, um, they've advertised in Stadia so much that that brand is actually sort of, uh, you know, uh, has a very good recall and fit in my uh, brains uh, with the consistent hammering of Lawman Jeans uh, in Stadia advertising. So uh they have decided to take take up the responsibility to to, uh, to sort of create new kits for the Indian cricket team, and and they've already debuted the new new design or rather the new logo, uh, which is the Killer Jeans logo, which has replaced MPL's logo on the Indian cricket team uh, in the uh, Indian cricket team jersey, and uh, that is. Uh, happened right now when India started the series against Sri Lanka. So that was our first update for this episode. Sticking to cricket, our second update is about developments in the women's uh, Indian Premier League. The inaugural season of the women's Indian Premier League is likely to be played in March 2023 and is set to start after the 2023 Women's T20 World Cup Finals. Earlier this earlier last week on Tuesday, uh, the 3rd of January, BCCI invited bids for the right to own and operate teams in the first ever Women's Indian Premier League through the tender process. The detailed terms and conditions governing the tender process, including eligibility requirements, the process for submission of bids, 
proposed team rights and obligations etc are contained in the invitation to tender or ITT which will be made available on receipt of payment of non-transferable or sorry non-refundable fee of 5 lakh Indian rupees which is close to 5000 pounds plus any applicable goods and services tax that will be levied on the fee that is paid for the tender. The tender will be available for purchase till January the 21st, 2023. The BCCI has decided to adopt the closed bid process instead of an e-auction for, 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 the, for the franchise announcements or the franchise ownership. According to InsideSports.com, the base price still needs to be made public. But according to information available to them, uh, it is believed that the base price could be in the range of 400 crore Indian rupees and the BCCI expects to fetch 1000 crore plus revenue from each franchise and the player purse for each team is likely to be in the range of 35 to 40 crore rupees. So 400 crore rupees as a base price for a team uh, for, for, for the first women's uh, IPL is, uh, is very encouraging and it's very interesting to know that... Uh, the BCCI is putting in a lot of effort to really kickstart the the tournament because uh, you know they have they have seen the success uh, from other countries the women's uh, the women's T uh, Twenty leagues from other countries beat England beat Australia and uh, the effects of that are also showing on um, you know on, on the national team performances and it'll be amazing to see uh, a women's Indian Premier League where. Not just the Indian women playing cricket, uh, but also international uh, uh, cricketers uh, coming and playing uh, in the Indian Premier League or the Women's Indian Premier League. I think that will be amazing to see international talent coming through. But uh, I just feel that uh, the fee, I think, is a bit, uh, the base price is a bit high for for the inaugural season. Uh, that's, I mean, it's my personal opinion uh, and uh, no offense to anyone uh, but uh, I just feel it's a bit high uh, because I think what happens is uh, it's not just the fee I think a lot of things around promotion promoting uh, the women's sport I think that's that's the positive of uh, of these uh, high prices that franchise owners will pay uh, you know uh, there has to be audience that has to come and watch the matches uh, the advertiser rates have to be uh, you know perfectly inclined with the uh, with the fee that the eventual broadcasting partner uh, will pay to acquire the rights for the Indian Women's Premier League, uh, sorry, the Women's Indian Premier League. So um, a lot has to, uh, you know, fit into the whole uh, algorithm or a budget in a way of uh, of making this tournament successful. So those are the tough parts of um, of, of starting the league uh, and like I said this is just purely my opinion uh, but that's the good the the positive sides or the good side of uh, of of this whole uh, effort that the BCCI is putting is of course we'll see a lot of international talent coming and playing in India which will rub off on uh, you know on talented young Indian uh, women cricketers who will be playing uh, not just the ones who currently represent India uh, but also the also the the younger generation of uh, cricketers women cricketers and uh, and at the grassroots as well which is uh, which is a massive positive uh, and uh, of course it's amazing for 
for representation in a way because um, women's sports generally in India don't get too much audience. Uh, so this could be a turning point for women's sports in India, and uh, you know that's that's the that's the biggest positive, in my opinion, uh, which can open up a lot more doors in terms of uh, you know creating that boost for the Indian sports sector, Indian sports business sector with uh, employment, with uh, ad spends, with, uh, you know, with everything uh, around building an ecosystem around a, a sports league. So those are the massive big positives that I envision from this league. And all I have to say is uh, it's a it's a commendable job by the BCCI and, uh, and everyone who's associated with the league in terms of... Uh, you know, buying tenders for broadcast or buying tenders for teams and eventually owning teams. I think it'll be amazing to see, uh, you know, the, that kind of money flow into women's uh, cricket, which uh, which will definitely uh, turn things around for for Indian uh, Indian cricket in the near future. So, good luck to BCCI and everyone who buys the tenders. And that is my update number two for episode thirty-two. For update number three, we go to football and uh, this is about Manchester City Football Club's partnership with Geo. So the Premier League club has announced a regional regional partnership with Geo platforms, which will see Geo become the club's official mobile communications network partner in India. Through this partnership, Manchester City and Geo will collaborate on a variety of engaging experiences that the fans will be able to access through Geo's digital ecosystem comprising of Geo TV, MyGeo, Geo STB, Geo Engage, and other applications and platforms, in addition to exclusive giveaways and in market activations. The deal also means that uh, the Geo brand will be featured across Manchester City's in stadia and digital assets. And uh, additionally, as part of the new deal, Geo's associate brands, uh, Rise and Viacom 18, uh, will also have leverage over several partnership rights across the football offerings. Uh, what's interesting about this partnership is that Manchester City chairman Kaldun Al Mubarak is also the CEO of Mubadla Investment Company, which has invested close to 1.2 billion in geo platforms uh, when they were raising funds. Uh, however, it is not clear whether that was the reason that the deal happened in the first place. Uh, but what's absolutely clear is that Manchester City has taken the right step in building its fan base in India by agreeing to partner with Geo, which gives its subscribers access to over 900 channels in 16 languages across 12 genres, making it the second biggest OTT platform globally with over 350 million downloads. That is incredible. I think with the whole internet, mobile internet boom happening in India, uh, internet penetration has, uh, you know, uh, surpassed major cities and small towns and drilled down straight into uh, you know uh, the smaller towns and villages of India and uh, these are the people who are consuming video content and are hungry for exciting sports content and uh, that is why I insist that uh, or rather not insist but uh, uh, that is why I believe pardon me not insist but that is why I believe that uh, the Man City and Geo deal is um, is incredible, uh, and also uh, you know uh, also Viacom 18. I think that that will play a major role uh, depending on what 
kind of Manchester City content is being pushed because uh, Manchester City plays in the Premier League and the Premier League has a broadcast deal with Star Sports uh, or Disney Star, sorry. Um, but uh, I'm sure this could also mean, and it's very cryptic, but I personally feel that uh, with the kind of uh, media, sports media content that uh, Viacom 18 is building, uh, in India, uh, across all the major apps that they have, uh, this could be a beginning of this could be the beginning of uh, Man City coming in on Viacom 18. Hopefully, leading to next round of uh, uh, auctions or bids for new media rights for Premier League. Uh, would this help swing? The media rights from Disney Star to Viacom 18, you never know. Uh, but this, I see this as the first steps. Uh, and why not? I think uh, for everything that uh, Viacom 18 and Reliance are doing in terms of uh, bringing uh, international sports to Indian fans and uh, then distributing it through the Reliance Geo Network, I think it's a, it's a great combination. Things, they just go hand in hand and... Uh, uh, no other club has uh, thought of this. This is uh, Manchester City, the first club to do something like this. Although there are a lot of other Premier League clubs who do a lot of different activations uh, on ground and digitally in India uh, to engage their fans. Uh, that is happening. But uh, this deal, in a way, takes it to a brand new level, transcending the walls of uh, closed walls of uh, Meta and uh, uh, all the other social networks that are available uh, in India. And this actually takes them to a wider reach, a wider audience, uh, 350 million downloads, 350 million using uh, the app where Man City uh, you know, will be on. Just think of it this way, like Manchester City is getting access to 350 million users. Even if one or two or even 5% of them watch Man City content, uh, that will be a big win for Man City because that is the new audience they will be reaching out to besides the audience that they already have in terms of fans uh, in India. So uh, that's incredible news and I think uh, uh, this is something that could become a blueprint for other clubs to follow uh, and I'm sure Gio would be interested in working with other clubs too. Um, but yeah, that is, uh, that is entirely up to them and how Rise and... Uh, and and geo directly are dealing with uh, with other other football clubs uh, not just in the premier league but also across um, other leagues and other sports uh, but yeah this is just uh, this is just a beginning of just the beginning of uh, how uh, fan engagement as a as a concept can take a massive turn uh, and uh, go beyond social media and that is something that i really believe in uh, if you want to do fan, if you want to engage with your fans in India, you have to go beyond social media. Uh, you have to go into different languages, uh, regional languages, and you have to find new mediums of reaching out to fans. And once more, this is the best example. And uh, I will be very keenly watching the developments and, uh, you know, uh, doing some sort of a uh, survey probably towards the end of uh, this season of Premier League with the Indian fans to see what was the outcome of this partnership. Uh, so uh, I will definitely come back with an update on this probably in the next few months. So 
this was the third update of uh, the episode and in other news from um, the sports business sector in india uh, madhu mantena and ravneet gill owned big bang media ventures have partnered with the international esports federation uh, iesf to launch the inaugural asia open esports championship starting at the end of january 2023 and it is expected to see more than 35 countries participating in the event the event will see four games and three skill based categories that will include amateurs midcore and professional gamers and uh, this potentially will be the biggest esports uh, event that will be hosted uh, in india uh, so that's an incredible step and at the right time as soon as the government announced esports as a multi sport category uh, i'm aware that the president of uh, iesf uh, is a firm believer of uh, india as uh, as a massive market uh, according to him india is the second biggest esports market right now and uh, it has a lot of potential to unlock and i remember one of his quotes he mentioned something about fifa and uh, the world cups and uh, he said that the first 10 world cups that fifa did uh, did not bring them any profits but it helped the popularity of uh, football as a sport and world cup as an event and uh, with that kind of philosophy and the kind of access esports will have in india i think uh, he is uh, on to a winner at least with his thought process so we will um, we will have to look out for the development of this tournament and other esports tournaments and i'll try to cover as much as i can through uh, sports business updates on future events that happen in india but uh, uh, it's very interesting that madhu mantena uh, is getting into uh, esports albeit through a partnership but uh, someone someone who's so senior in the indian uh, industry when it comes to you know uh, production of movies uh, regional movies uh, and bollywood movies i think uh, uh, someone like him moving into the esports space uh, shows the interest levels and uh, how the market uh, or how the how how esports are perceived in general in india which is uh, very exciting uh, anyways moving on to uh, the last update or last news news piece uh again related to uh, online gaming so online gaming startup fantasy akada uh, is in talks with jmr sports which is a jmr group uh, entity to sell a significant stake of uh, the company uh, at a valuation of 160 to 175 million us dollars which is close to 1300 to 1400 crore indian rupees as reported by mint uh, fantasy akada will see some of its early backers angel investors and others exit through this deal the firm will sell new shares of uh, 50 to 60 million us dollars uh, as per the report and fantasy akada is uh, backed by investors such as prime securities Team, Man- Team India Management Limited, the gaming startup has also raised 15 million US dollars so far. Again, this is uh, incredible valuations, and uh, someone buying into um, an online fantasy game, uh, and there are dozens of them in India, uh, just shows the potential of online fantasy gaming, uh, sports, uh, online sports fantasy gaming in India. So. Uh, this is incredible news uh, for for the team at fantasy akada who started this uh, uh, who started this online fantasy platform a few years back so uh, 
this brings me to the end of the episode uh, and um, if you're listening to this part of the podcast uh, once again i would i want to thank you for tuning in and listening to the updates from the indian sports business sector and if you're interested in listening to uh, the other episodes of sports business updates podcast they are all available on spotify anchor google apple podcasts and all other leading podcast sites so please listen to them and share them with your colleagues and friends uh you can also listen to my uh, new interview based podcast called sports nexus podcast which features interviews of leaders in the global sports business the first episode featuring ashley artingal of ice skating union is now streaming on buzzsprout spotify google podcast and other podcast sites so don't forget to listen to the episode and uh, thank you once again for listening to the podcast and see you on the next episode of sports business updates thanks and bye bye